0: Hello, and welcome to the Story X Story podcast, where we discuss stories across pop culture, plus give you advice on creating your own. It's episode number 19 on Monday, the 23rd of March. I'm your co-host and my Meta co-founder, Nigel.
1: I'm Tazzy, streamer and co-host. And I'm Gina, the show's producer and a freelance artist and web designer.
0: And uh, we have no guests, so uh, funny thing, Um, yeah coronavirus so (laughs) this is kind of like the episode where we were going to talk about uh, onward uh, Disney Pixar's onward Uh, then the coronavirus really hit in the UK uh, and then cinemas were closed down uh, and then everything is stopped (laughs) so as we record this uh, the UK is on a advised lockdown which I think will soon become a uh, uh, an enforced lockdown, and we're all at home. Uh, to be fair, we always record these shows from home, but uh, just imagine the, the added drama of that. Um, and, and yeah, we don't know what's going to happen in in the world. Um, so uh, we are going to continue with the show. We've got uh, the three of us here. We're going to talk about some of the things that we've been watching during this lockdown for However long it's going to last. So yeah, it's a, it's a weird time uh, at the moment. And yeah, we're just going to uh, talk it out pretty much. Uh, so before we get started, just to remind listeners that you can subscribe to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also send us questions and feedback at uh, feedback at my and we will shout you out on the show, or you can get in touch on social media, Maya Matter on Twitter, Maya teas on Instagram, uh, and Tazzy uh, with three eyes on both. Uh, so we're gonna give a a short recap of what's been happening in the Maya matter universe. <laughs> Uh, pretty much coronavirus, <laughs> that's that's the update, um, COVID-19 has, has shut down everything, uh, so I, I would have loved to have talked about the the amazing events that we did, uh, or uh, a so far secret project that we've been working on, Uh can't do none of that, because yeah, I think all the events that uh, we were booked for, so... EGX, we were gonna do the Deptford Literary Festival um this month. Um what was the other one? Oh Comic Con, Birmingham Comic Con. Uh, all cancelled all postponed. Uh, so Not yeah. Big one. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, that up and coming <laughs> event um in the Midlands. <laughs> so yeah, I think we are we are all going to go to some of them. Um I know Tazzy, you were gonna be at EGX. Uh were you planning to go to Birmingham?
2: Um yeah it's gonna be at EGX. I was not planning on uh going to Birmingham but um for our streamers uh Twitch London was supposed to be on the Saturday just gone. Um ah, okay and yeah that, that's a big down that's like my social highlight of the year so yeah
0: <laughs> has that been cancelled or just postponed
2: uh postponed Okay.
0: Uh, but with no other information, I'm Right. Yeah. At uh, some and, point in the future. <laughs> yeah, pretty much everything is at some <laughs> point in the future right now. <laughs> um, and Gina, you were going to go to Birmingham. I don't know. We were going to go to the Deptford Literary Festival.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a shame the festival was cancelled. With Birmingham, like it was the second convention I was going to have gone to for the year, and the first one I went to was. LFCC which is probably like one of my least favorite conventions and I was like oh that's all right I've got Birmingham next it's gonna be great and then like it was cancelled and I was like oh but to be honest um my cosplay was in a bit of a state so at least I've got more time to work on that now (laughs) it's like an extension (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) at least there was that I was you've like really trying time. to get it finished in time, but it was like, you know, when it's not great and you're like, oh, it's possible, I've only got a week. Yeah. Um, so maybe that was for the best. I have to say, I'm expecting some
2: incredible cosplays at
0: like <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no.
2: the next, can, which the next, this year's end of year summer, yeah. whenever they happen, <laughs> convention. I'm expecting everyone to bring their A game because you've got time now. <laughs> yeah, yeah true. <laughs>
0: The level is just going to be raised like just from months and months of uh, preparation.
2: And because everyone was probably in like their sort of like getting into their final stages of crunch of like, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people um, sort of like they have all this time and then don't really do it until the last couple of weeks before. So they already had the crunch and I feel like everyone was still in the crunch mode.
0: Okay. Crunch and then like, oh, and
2: now I can, It's post-crunch, and I can actually all the things that usually I'd realise at a convention, I get to realise now because yeah,
0: that makes sense. Yeah, there there is a silver lining. (laughs) Silver lining. Um, But yeah, it's been a, it's just been a weird, surreal, scary time because, like, as well as the um, conventions, uh, I do like workshops uh, in schools and here in the UK, as I think a lot of other countries, um, all the schools shut down. So, like, schools have closed, people are, uh, as a uh, students, are ending their years early, uh, they've been cancelled exams. Uh, so, obviously, no workshops there. And yeah, it's like it seems to be getting worse as I, I uh, say this on the 23rd of March. I think with uh, the UK, they're saying we're sort of behind Italy from by like two weeks or so mm. uh, we have
2: an and- announcement later on like I think during the time we're recording that this pos- podcast uh Boris is due to talk oh no oh, I read yeah. it on Twitter I don't know how real it
0: was <laughs> yeah no, I, I, you reminded me uh, he's supposed to have spoken at seven so I'm sure he's got something to say um other than it just it's getting worse <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. so it's been a weird thing so, and i guess for like so small businesses and uh freelancers uh people who are self-employed it's it's i mean it's, it's scary for everyone um what i found is it as a small business what's important is momentum and like momentum has just stopped so even when when things do get back to whatever the new normal looks like it's like picking things up uh, again and just yeah figuring out how we're gonna how it's gonna impact on a year possibly impact on next year as well and just how to sort of keep going through like some unprecedented times i've just never even i've never seen something like this outside of a film or video game Mm. (laughs) very much and i just yeah it's kind of uh it's just weird
1: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there have been some uh, sort of good news. I did today get a delivery of uh, Hot Lunch Collector's Edition. Uh, So I think I mentioned on a previous episode, we'd done our our Kickstarter, we had got the book in print, the regular edition, and we needed to finish up some bonus content for the Collector's Edition. So that's all here now. Now I'm going to, probably later after this recording or tomorrow, I'm going to like start packaging up some um, some of the Kickstarter backer rewards that we haven't been able to send up until now because they include the collector's edition and then uh, complete all that. Uh, one thing the sort of enforced downtime has provided is uh, extra time to work on the next manga. So I've been sort of actively looking at um, outlining the 11th hour story, which is the, the next manga that will come uh, at some point. Um, and it's always good to sort of get, you know, get time to sort of really get into the story and uh, like outline and then start writing the the, the script and then uh, kicking that whole process off again. So, you know, it's uh, there's some good things I, I think for everyone that's stuck at home, it's just I guess as best as you can is sort of stay positive because I think this is gonna last for uh for a while uh certainly longer than we'd all like so sort of find those things that you can sort of that do help to stay positive uh learn a new skill do something that you didn't have time um for and now you've got time you've got nothing but time uh to get to and yeah we'll just uh see see what happens really but we're going to be producing um more episodes might have a few bonus episodes coming as well as the sort of scheduled uh episodes that we had already planned for so yeah definitely stay tuned for that um but like i say because we didn't get a chance to see onward or i I actually got a chance to see i think i was like maybe the last one in before they shut down cinemas but um (laughs) so yeah no one else got a chance to see it uh, I'm going to hold my thoughts on that. Potentially, we might pick up again at another point. But what we're going to do now is just talk about some of the stuff, uh, the shows that we have been watching uh, and, yeah, see what everyone thinks of them.
2: Yeah. So this is a bit of a weird episode, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. We yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Throw- don't like have weird.
2: Uh So... <laughs>
0: We're going
2: to, go to. We're mainly going to be focusing on what we've been watching. um But uh, Gina, Gina has been a bit preoccupied <laughs> to, to be watching anything. So Gina, what have you been not watching but playing?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know why I don't really. I just don't watch things that much. I prefer playing things, I guess. But. I finally got the chance to play Borderlands 3 because it's just come out on Steam, so I've been waiting for that for however long, like six months or whatever, since it came out on Epic and like PlayStation stuff. So I've finally had the chance to play it, and I'm I'm honestly not that far into it. I've literally got to the point where I've met Maya, the um, siren from the second game, and like everyone looks as really cool still. It's really nice to see all the old characters, but I know there's going to be a lot more to come so i am looking forward to seeing where the rest of the story goes but i've really enjoyed it so far wait What's is my
0: voice oh sorry i was gonna <laughs> just check, double check the because um i've also been playing for borderlands 3 and is my the, the the character you meet and she kind of has messages that appear on your screen i'm trying mm, I to think work that's out
1: Lily, the other yeah. siren
0: okay <laughs> All right, continue. Wait, I've got, there's no,
2: like I... three people in this game that appear on your
1: screen.
0: So there was a guy so... who I had to rescue oh, a, guy. He, he, a bit weird.
1: Oh, Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
0: Okay, so I've met him.
1: Okay, so that you've that? already met.
2: Um... Oh my god. You've already met um, Lilith there. No. What? I'm mixing... Yeah, you've already met Lilith.
1: Yeah, because Lilith's around at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Lilith's the other um, And,
0: oh, right. and okay, then you might you
2: be go. hearing the... Oh, no, wait. I don't want to say something because I can't remember what order everything <laughs> happens in.
0: <laughs> it's what happens when so I start like... games at three rather than one and two and then yeah. to three.
2: <laughs> there's, like, three characters who you may have on your
0: screen using siren powers okay i I think i've only
1: seen lilith so far on the screen so if i've only got that far i don't think nigel would have got
0: i'm gonna go with you (laughs) on that (laughs) oh no yeah it is so I'm I'm like I have to look this up now because yeah I recognize the face. So I've met uh, Lilith and Vaughn. Yeah.
2: yeah. So Lilith always communicates like using her siren power powers. Yes. So, all right. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm with you now. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're we we're, we're, we're all very like at different stages. Yeah. All the story. <laughs> so I've played all the previous Borderlands games um, and finished free. And um,
1: started it again. Okay. another character. Who are you playing as? Uh, what, who are you playing as now? Uh, who are you playing as before?
2: So, originally started as Flack and now I am playing as... Uh, I've forgotten their name. Uh, the Mecha one. The one with the big... Giant. Oh, um, yeah. Mose, I think? Yeah, Mose, I think that's oh, it. Oh, she's cool. Yeah. I, I, like, I like Beasties and Mecha, so... <laughs> <laughs> Two perfect <laughs> Who, characters. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you playing for
1: us? Oh, Amara, the siren. I love oh, sirens. Okay. They're my favourite. I was like, when I played pre-sequels, I was like, where's the siren? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what's the deal with the sirens?
1: Uh, They're kind of like... uh.
2: If you was to play, like, a fantasy
1: adventure, they'd kind of be, like, a mage, I guess. Ah, okay. I think there's only, like, seven of them allowed to exist at any given time in the universe, and they're all female.
0: Ah, interesting. All right, cool. Yeah, because I, I, like, obviously, if you couldn't tell already, uh, I don't know much about Borderlands, uh, but I got a new computer last year, and... um, it came with like this offer so i got to download borderlands 3 for free Mm. um as part of it and i thought yeah why not it looks like a cool game so i'm kind of like just listening to you both and just like learning um, because i just jumped (laughs) in and just started shooting stuff and now i'm getting some context into what i've been playing
2: i mean there's like several ways you can sort of play through borderlands um like you can play through it without paying any attention to the story and just shooting guns and just <laughs> looting and shooting because yep. they have a crazy amount of especially Borderlands three the like the 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 guns available the weapons available in it are just hilarious they've just got such an array of of madness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the only way to describe it. Uh, or you can follow the story and actually pay attention to it uh yeah
0: i'm somewhere in the middle or you can (laughs) just not
2: really or you can play it on really easy and not actually do that much shooting and not even play really follow the story and just kind of mess about i don't know it's just a silly game really yeah Yeah. It took me a while to really like get into the story not so much to get into the story but to understand what exactly is happening in the borderlands universe <laughs> uh so it took me like playing it yeah it pretty much took me playing all the previous borderlands games and the borderlands telltale uh and i was like by by the time i got to borderlands 3 i was like i get it now <laughs> <laughs> I understand what's going on and I understand who everyone I understand who everyone is other than just Claptrap because before I was just like, I know who Claptrap is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, you're not... Uh, it's
1: not weird to be lost in Borderlands. Yeah, there's got a lot okay. going on, to be fair.
0: Yeah, I get that <laughs> sense.
2: Um. But yeah, uh, so in terms of what I've been uh, watching or re-watching for the first one is The Witcher. I think I've actually spoken about The Witcher on the podcast before. I'm guaranteed I've spoke about it before. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> I don't really spoke about it before. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, but yeah I'm actually re-watching The Witcher because I enjoyed it so much and at the moment uh, I've been surprisingly busy uh, since we've sort of been uh, advised to stay indoors Um, (laughs) and uh, I mean I do stay indoors a lot anyway so it's probably why I've been quite busy Uh, but I did have like a week's worth of uh, shoots cancelled so I would have been on a shoot all last week um, but that was all cancelled, obviously um as we know a lot of film and TV is at the moment yeah. um so you'd think, oh yeah, I've got like so much more time on my hands. I never have more time on my hands like I always have a list of things that need to be done, but also <laughs> I have like a new opportunity that came to me um so I've been working a lot on that um. <laughs> So I started re-watching The Witcher to have as just like something on in the background um, and in between stuff because I didn't want to start something. I'm cautious to start something new because I don't want to get sucked into it uh, when I've got stuff to do, which is the danger of working at home. Uh, And if you've always sort of worked at home, you kind of know that danger and know how to avoid it. (laughs) (laughs) So you can be productive. Uh, But yeah, I am on... Uh the uh I just finished the episode where he uh wait, how far are you, Nigel? I don't want to spoil it. Oh, so it. I've I've watched it all. Oh you've watched it all. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. Should we give
0: uh, a spoiler warning for Spoiler Witcher? warning
2: for okay. the watcher and everything else, I guess. Um, yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've just finished the one. I forgot what it's called, like a strage or something. Um, the princess that's a monster because she grew oh. in her dead mother's womb. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> i just finished that one again. Um, but I think rewatching it is like a really good take because of the time jumping. Um, the yeah, first time yeah. around, it, it took me like near the end be like oh all of this has been happening like <laughs> not chronologically <laughs> um so yeah how are you finding the witch how did you find the witcher um nigel because i think the last time we spoke about it, you said you was gonna start watching it
0: yeah yeah uh actually yeah. because if you said i should i have to watch this so i went um raised it in a priority list and then started watching it so i enjoyed it i i enjoy it with a but um so i like like the fantasy saying, so that's kind of uh got me initially uh, i will also say that i've not uh, read the book or played the game uh, even though i'm pretty sure i'd really like the game not sure why i haven't Same. played it but there so. you go uh so I'm, I'm coming into this just uh completely fresh uh even though i know of the character obviously i know of uh the game but in terms of like the world and and all the relationships and. Uh, progressions, it's its all new to me. So what I know of the witch art I'm getting from the the show uh, and nothing else. So uh, I like the fantasy setting, like I said. Uh, I, I don't know how um, the uh, Geralt, how his performance or Henry Cavill's performance as Geralt um, was perceived. I quite like it uh, just because he he just struck me as the the world weary character who's just in a way ready to die <laughs> you know in a weird way i got that feeling for him like he's he's obviously he's revered he, his name is known he's like really powerful but he's just tired <laughs> of all i got that really in in the early stages um so i liked his character i, I also liked how he had this thing that we're protagonists where what they say doesn't match up to what they do. Uh, and that sort of makes things interesting. So he, what he says is like, I don't want to be involved basically, but he kept putting himself in positions to be involved. So I thought that was an interesting, like story, uh, story take. Uh, I felt, uh, Yennefer was a very interesting character, uh, in this. And yeah, I was kind of enjoyed it. So the thing that did throw me off was the, the, time was there was there a point where everything skipped forward
2: so it, it kind of jumps uh, that, and you have I to pay attention that. to when what is happening if that makes sense did that sentence even make any sense
1: yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> i think it's a hard thing to... <laughs> so the, the first episode is it the yeah the first episode is you're kind of like in the present, as in terms of how the storyline's going. And then pretty much most things in between are in the past. Well, yeah, every it's like nearly everything in between is in the past. Uh, but then uh-huh. they're all kind of like in different points of the past, especially when it comes to like Yennefer's character.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, and you have to kind of pay attention. Uh, and then you start to kind of figure out like, oh, that happened before then, but after that.
0: Right. Uh, Cause that that obviously I wasn't paying enough attention. That completely we didn't it didn't throw me because I was just watching them. But there was a point where people start talking about things that had happened before like a certain period of time had passed. It was a pretty Mm. significant period of time. I was like, "Wait a minute! You, you all look the same for one." Um, And when did that jump happen?
2: I think we have to remember as well because the 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 sort of I suppose the main two characters a lot of the story is focused on is Geralt and Yennefer, uh, who obviously both don't age.
0: Yeah, that is true. So I got that. (laughs) I guess the thing that because then. The, and obviously the the witch wait the, not the witches the um uh mages is that the yeah. term used in I'm, the show
2: yeah mages Garret calls them witches so witch, yeah okay yeah, yeah so
0: because none of I guess none of them age either yeah they I don't mean,
2: age how you know humans age
0: yeah so then I was looking to the like the the kings and queens and the princess to see some progression of time, and I think that's what threw me off. So, by the time, because the one that completely took me out, um, and it's probably the only episode I, I didn't like was uh, was it episode seven? I think it was, yeah, so the one before the end because eight episodes. So, uh, episode seven, where I know over the series there was a lot of time jumps or uh, sort of. Yeah, interesting things with timing. But in episode seven, they went sort of back and forth within that episode. Um, And I have, I don't think I've been as confused watching an episode (laughs) of TV as I was in that one. Because I I thought I'd missed something. But then I realized, Mm -hmm. oh, they're they're taking bits from here and there. But I don't know, I can't, I couldn't pin it down exactly. But I guess it, it wasn't communicated in the show enough or maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention um
2: I think that's kind of like part of it's like magic Mm. is that because that's the I think I'm pretty sure it's episode seven where it all clicked for me I was like oh because I had I had like (laughs) sort of and I read um the books so um like I had all these things flooding into my brain and th- memories and things. And it all got a bit kind of like confused. And then yeah. sort of as we're going along, I was like, hold, wait, is that that? And is that from there? And that? And then episode seven was like where it all kind of just like slotted into place.
1: Right, and it's okay. like,
2: oh, okay, so this happened before then. That's what they were talking. That's what they're talking about there. Uh, this is what caused that. Uh, this is how they know each other. Uh this is how they're linked. um but I feel like that's kind of part of the magic of it, because I feel like the story is about how um how everyone's kind of like how they're linked through this this like, I guess like weave of destiny.
0: Mm. yeah, that was like a, a um a running theme uh, throughout.
2: Yeah. So I feel like that's I feel like it's purposeful but you're not you're supposed to get to like episode 7 and you're like, "Oh, okay. You know, it's all making sense." I yeah. feel like you're supposed to pick up on it before then, but as I feel like episode 7 where it's like, "Okay, if you've not got it now."
0: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I feel like Wait, episode seven was a test. That I failed, <laughs> 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 but yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, cause they they were going for like the the different timelines uh, for, for the different characters, and then episode seven was the one where it all kind of comes together, and then you have the finale.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, there, oh, and actually, one thing I will say. So there were uh, so they are only really like. Two issues uh, I had with show that was that was one, um, and the other one wasn't necessarily a fault of the show, but I couldn't help making the Game of Thrones comparison. And have you haven't seen any of Game of Thrones?
2: Um, I've watched the first and second episode, I believe, and read okay. like most of the first book, and I just can't even. But
0: yeah, yeah, because that's and that's that. what I was thinking. Of. I was I I would have felt that you would be a fan of Game of Thrones Mm-mm. and you're so that's interesting to me but what um obviously they're diff- different shows even though you've got some similar uh, or similar in terms of a fantasy setting but completely different shows um why feel the like something Game of Thrones does have um that I think uh because there's another season of The Witcher coming right
2: yes I cannot wait for
0: it yeah <laughs> So, why I think will, they'll develop? Because one of the things in Game of Thrones that was really good, just from a storytelling perspective, is there there was like there was layers to it, and uh, I felt watching The Witcher, there were certain things that we were referring to that didn't have the same impact on me. And like I said, I didn't read um, the book or just or played the game, so I was hearing a lot of this for the first time. Um, there were certain things they were saying or certain characters they were referring to that in the show i felt like it was a big thing but to me like wasn't yet i was just hearing it and it was just like okay i acknowledge you just said this this place or this person um whereas one of the things i was good in in game of thrones and obviously you you get that from having um a number of uh, seasons to to build upon but even within a season i felt they did this uh, really well was they'd you'd follow sort of characters as a a bit more depth to a character so there'll be times in the show where this character would come across with this other character and because you had seen each of their paths you'd know what they're about you'd know what makes them tick you'd know what they like and don't like so when they come together you're already like oh there's like a sense of anticipation or this place that that these characters have been to Um, and there's a lot of that where I didn't have that in The Witcher, I think they can build it up. But that was another thing I I noticed where I wasn't getting the same impact with certain things they were saying because I just, I was coming to to it completely new, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. I feel like, as well, though, Game of Thrones, I mean, I know I'm not like the expert on it, but I get the gist of it. It's it's EastEnders, but with dragons and swords. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But but there's kind of like a goal that, pretty much everyone is trying to get to. Uh,
0: Yes. And you're kind
2: of following everyone's journey to that goal. Whereas in um, The Witcher, kind of no one has a goal. Like the Witcher, like Geralt himself, is just going around the land doing his job kind of thing. Like doing what he was literally created to do. It's not even like he chose to be a witcher he was created mm-hmm. um and he's supposed to be this character who doesn't isn't supposed to be ticked by anyone but through his actions you see that he is mm-hmm. um and then you've got Yennefer who's sort of like uh downtrodden and then gets power and beauty um and then realises that she gave up something that she later realized she wants so and then you've got like a princess who's a child so you know she ain't got a path anyway (laughs) she she, she was just living and then it was suddenly like everything you know is gone she wanted to be like
0: she wanted to be because what her thing in the first episode was you know I'm treating me like an adult give me the real story and then she got the real story and then she was thrown into that
2: (laughs) so it's kind of like the opposite thing that's happening it's like Game of Thrones is like everyone knows what they want and they're all trying to get it uh in the witcher it's kind of like no one really knows what they want and then they they're discovering it
0: okay so you prefer that that kind of i can't i I feel like the reason why i I prefer the
2: witcher to game of thrones is because the witcher has hope and (laughs) (laughs) game of thrones has none
0: (laughs) okay i i I see that i can see that there is there's there's hope in places but yeah if you're looking for a positive outcome both within the story and the way the last season played out yes there is little hope however i don't i've got i've got a feeling you would like some aspects of game of thrones i might be wrong but i'm just watching this i I feel there's a lot of this in in game of thrones
2: i've tried so my attempts have not been fruitile like i have to ride <laughs> and there okay. are aspects of game of thrones that i like daenerys for one is amazing yeah. um
0: a great character but, until the end. uh
2: and then like the direwolves that c- killed are great yeah. <laughs> yeah but there's 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 two there's like these little aspects but the overall trend
0: mm. of
2: it is like drama Death (laughs) and ultimately everyone's going to stab you in the back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's also (laughs) someone.
2: And it's like, it gets to a point where you're like, I don't even want to invest in anyone. Okay. So I can't invest in the story because. It just hurts. (laughs) Uh Like, and I'm not someone that likes a lot of drama either. So that's why I I really compare it to EastEnders. When I read the first book, I was like, oh my God, it's EastEnders, but there's dragons. (laughs) Like, fair
0: enough. Fair enough. I will say.
2: I literally just, everything was just like, okay, so like the Game of Thrones is, I can't remember the pub in EastEnders, but. (laughs) <laughs> the throne is the pub yeah. and these are just all the different families that live in the east end
0: <laughs> yeah, i'm not extra extenders but i feel like the drama aspect is there is a lot of there's a lot of that i will give you that <laughs> um, yeah i'll definitely look out for uh, season two of of the witcher and see if we can particularly see if we can build on those kind of add that layer where it can give more meaning at least within the show to some of the the people and the places and the, the moments that the characters refer to so I can mm. get that now I know a bit more about Yennefer about uh Geralt about, about the princess whose name I've forgotten now seeing them sort of again and how they yeah. interact with the world uh yeah be interesting to see
2: I feel like they did kind of get get to there uh during that like final episode Mm. Uh, because we started to like uh, uncover a bit about Geralt's past that's true uh, his childhood uh, and then sort of like Yennefer's goals yeah Um, and then it felt like it 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 feels like season one is like the light hearted we're just getting used to what exists here Uh, and then they were like if it's good, we're ready for season two when we've got yeah. it there. And then it was. So they're like, yep, go.
0: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much.
2: And then we'll get, like, way more from it and and way more. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there are other show like, okay, there is one show that I've completely watched and it has been this week, in the past few days, really. Um, and that's uh, Kill. I don't know if I can make it. I don't know how to pronounce. <laughs> I don't know why. I just can't pronounce every time. And every time the name's in the show, I'm like, okay, yeah. And then <laughs> I just can't. Um which is really good. Um okay.
0: it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, this is on Netflix.
2: Yeah. Um it's a really it's an anime. Um uh if you so they do something like game of Thrones, where everyone you love dies but it's fine because there's still
0: hope (laughs) so it's the hope is the thing you're really looking for
2: (laughs) yeah i don't mind if people die but if they die because like you know so and so told so and so something or didn't tell so and so something you know then then I'm good Uh, so uh, you kind of so you follow um, oh my god I forgot the character's name I forgot the main character's name so you follow like the main character he's this guy who comes from a small town and is going to um, go into the big city to um, basically save his like, small village uh, because they're poor and they don't have enough money. (laughs) That's literally it. (laughs) He's
0: looking for something in the big sea to, like, what, like to bring back or to...
2: Yeah, so he's going to go... He sets off for three people and they get split up uh, and he arrives there by himself. Um, Or two other people, so there's three of them. Uh, That's it, Tatsume. Um, So, and he... Uh, goes off there to gain um, fortune to send back to his village. Um, upon arriving, he realises, he finds out that the city, uh, that the kingdom is very corrupt. Um, and there, there is a organisation called the Night Raid, uh who go around killing assassinating uh corruption basically corrupt people okay um and he wanted to join the knights but he somehow gets roped into joining the night raid instead uh which obviously is completely opposite to the knights yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and he meets um The team, uh, which consists of like a few different people um, who each have these weapons called, uh, what are they called? I cannot remember what they're called. But they're like these special weapons that have been developed by like one of the first kings or something, an ancient king, like nine. Oh, that's they're called imperial arms. And they were created by... Uh, H, uh, king about 900 years in the past. Uh, they're all made from rare materials, um, combined with something called danger beasts, which are like the main natural threat of the world. Uh, coming all shapes and sizes and different levels. So, you've got like S class beasts and blah blah. Uh, and so these weapons, there is a limited amount, I think there's like 40 or something like between 40 and 50 so there's like a limited amount of weapons um, and they like have to bond with you to be able not anyone can use them your powers are gonna match or something emotions and powers
0: it's bonded uh, like a process or just you just match
2: like you you match with them uh, so like you have to it's, it's I don't know how they explain it in it it's a bit hard to explain without without just watching it um yeah. but it, it's like a combination of things that that make people be able to use them and one of the things is like at first you'll you'll know that you like it like uh but you kind of have to mesh with with the weapon um wow. normally normally it's like somewhat tied to emotions so the weapon that people bond with generally is like their emotions match with it but it's kind of a bit more complicated than that uh, they just have to match it's kind of like falling in love i guess yeah <laughs> hey. everything has to align for it to be right yeah. um and if you if someone tries to use one that doesn't align with them often it will just you'll just die from its power or get injured from its power um, it won't just be a case of oh, it's just not working. It will probably damage you. Um, but yeah, and when these uh, when two fighters of these imperial arms uh, fight each other, um, one of them they say like one of them is bound to die. So um, someone is dying in that fight, uh, oh. or both of you are dying in that fight. You're not both surviving. Like that's just not possible.
0: Right, all right. High <laughs> stakes.
2: Yeah. Um, and so they go around trying to eliminate the corruption um, in the kingdom uh, as you follow um, the main character uh, or the main character that you follow. Um, and uh, a lot of people die. You do just, just if you're watching it, go into it expecting there to be people that die. And okay. that, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it any more than that. Just like, not everyone. It's not like everyone you love will die. There's just people and you're like, oh, okay, this is an anime that doesn't just, you, you know, you know, like in anime, you always expect like someone to just be like, oh, I believe in myself and I'm going to f- survive. Yeah, yeah. That's how I'm going to yeah, bring no, food. It's and yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> it does happen, but it doesn't as well. So just, Yeah. I, the thing is, the more I speak, the more I'm like, if you've not seen it, then I'm really ruining it for you. <laughs>
0: um,
2: <laughs> and I don't want to do that because it's so good. But I feel like knowing that's not going not gonna to ruin it for you. Yeah. Uh, now you're probably just going to be on edge watching it like, is this someone yeah, that's going to yeah. die? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it has come up on my list. And I think, it, yeah, it is actually, I put it in my list. So now you've sort of like sold it to me, I'm going to uh, make yeah. sure I do watch it. And
2: there's also some really like crazy ass characters in there. Uh So like some of they're literally, literally insane. Like there's no other way <laughs> to find them. <laughs> and they're like such well sort of m- designed characters. Um, yeah. And you sort of um, you feel for everyone. Like there's no uh, even, and they're very self-aware. The characters are very self-aware. Some of them are very self aware um the ones you the sort of side you're following is is very self aware and some of the the people on the corrupt side are self aware of what's going on and what what they play in that in part in that um but you know they're you're following a group the night raiders are the night raiders are assassins um and they all very much know they're assassins. Uh, and they're all very much ready to pay for their sins of killing uh, even if they're killing corrupt people they don't believe like oh uh, I have the right to take someone's life and they're like no I've killed loads of people um, and one day it's gonna come after me uh, so which is nice Um, but you also on the other side you, you sort of see characters that, and you don't think immediately like they are evil you think they just see stuff from a different point of view um and then some of them you're okay. like nope you're just straight up evil <laughs> <laughs> and others you are like oh okay so you're actually not any different from the night rage or just on a different side um
0: sure. so you can there's some empathy if not sympathy for like even characters that are maybe villains but you understand why they're like that
2: yeah right. um And then there's some very interesting relationships, um, and Tatsumi uh, he meets a lot of gals that do kind of love him. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it made me think when I was watching it. I was like, is there anime where um the that isn't like a there's like a fight in anime where a girl. Like everyone falls in love with the girl, you'll follow it. I just can't uh, think of uh, uh,
0: uh, it. I guess there the must be, just because there's so much anime, I, I can't think of one.
2: Yeah, because I need some of those. So if anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is like way more realistic as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. But no, other than like, it made me think, but I mean, yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, yeah, but there is one interesting, there's one character that in particular that falls in love with him. And oh boy, does that make it interesting. I like, (laughs) I continuously want them to like, have interactions. Because of how interesting it is. It's like just yeah. such an interesting dynamic. And you just have to watch it. Because otherwise I can't talk to you about it. Because I will ruin it.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you have sold me. Uh,
2: but yeah. that's not like my other one that I've watched. I mean I could talk about forever, for everyone, But it's really hard
0: <laughs> to talk about something without spoiling it. I <laughs> yeah. well, like the sun of it. Uh, so I've also been watching stuff on Netflix because that's all that's left to do now. Uh, so I watched a or an animation called Next Gen, which has been on my list for ages. Uh, and I just thought I'd kind of give it a watch. Uh, and it was interesting to see uh, an animation that I've seen that's not been made by Disney or Pixar. I'm trying to remember when's the last time I saw an animation that was not made by Disney or Pixar. I'm talking like a sort of uh, feature-length uh, animation. I think it might have been oh, Megamind last, sometime last year. But uh, anyway, so yeah, so Next Gen is um, so it's this story about this uh, this girl called May, and she is in this world where everyone is obsessed with uh robots which yes does sound like today uh but mm-hmm. robots have kind of taken over if you think how we're obsessed with our smartphones robots have kind of taken over in that respect so everything's a robot so you have like companion robots you have there's like a, a the toothbrush is a robot the there's a point where she eats like a bowl of noodles and the, the noodles is is a robot um but oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just robots are everywhere. So this this girl May, uh, she lives with her, her mother, and it sort of shows her father leaving the family when May was young. And then we go into present day where May seems to be the only one that doesn't like robots. So she's kind of she seems like really tired of it all. But her mum is really into robots to the point where she's kind of neglecting her daughter, uh, especially one who's clearly going through some uh, emotional stuff, who hasn't gotten over her father leaving. Uh, and her mom's kind of like absent in that respect because she's just so into her robots. Uh, so they go to this um, this presentation where I'm pretty sure they've gone with the, uh, the Steve Jobs uh, type Character who's unveiling this new generation of companion uh, robot, and if you're uh, any sort of Apple fan, uh, you will know of um, Steve Wozniak, uh, who is I guess the guy who's actually sort of making stuff. Uh, not that Steve Jobs didn't make stuff, but uh, that dynamics. You had Steve Jobs, who was the the showman, and then Steve Wozniak, who was the the Quote unquote typical geek who is actually in the weeds in terms of making stuff. So they've got this character uh, who is while um, the Steve Jobs character, Justin Pinn, um, he is unveiling this next generation of Cubots uh, with the companion robots. Uh, this other character, I've forgotten his name, but it's this the, the character who's like the more nerdy uh, scientist guy, ha- has made this like secret robot which he hasn't told anyone about. But uh, May, as she escapes off because she just can't stand her mum, she finds herself uh, connected to this or discovering this robot, turning it on and then connecting with it. So uh, this robot is um, really powerful and attaches itself to May. And the story becomes about them two like, bonding uh, and May eventually getting over her I hate robots uh, thing through the connection she has with this like super powerful uh next gen uh robot companion but the what i think the star of this entire film is may's dog uh momo who is hilarious he's like um so at, at the beginning he's like small uh what kind of dog i don't know, like a pug kind of dog i'm not a dog person so um forgive me if i've just like given the completely wrong species but he's like small um sort of aggressive uh, dog and he's just barking barking and then <laughs> when this robot which is called uh actually it's a number so uh 7723 uh he has this translator so he translates the dog's barking into english and it turns out this is a foul-mouthed dog <laughs>
2: <laughs> it doesn't surprise me <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so once the dog starts talking, I for me that it just everything he said just cracked me up. Like from that moment on, just such an attitude, and, um, and because he's such a small dog, everything's like a challenge uh, to him. So I think the dog is just hilarious. So yeah, so I won't say like too much about sort of what happens uh, later on, but yeah, the film yeah, it's cool. It, it's about sort of this girl's. Um, not just relationship with technology. That's like the surface level, but it's also about her coming through her uh, emotions that she hasn't sort of worked through yet. And she does that with the help of this um, with this robot. And sort of what happens later in the film, like as uh, the world kind of uh, or the robots turn against their masters <laughs> uh, in a sense. So uh, yeah, it's good. The, the one thing I did kind of realize that watching it is I guess the I, I like the the commentary on like aha oh, just complete dependence on technology and every time I see it it's it's funny in one sense but in the it's also not because we're already here and we can't do anything about it uh it seems but they had this I don't know I think you should like really check it out at some point um I've and just, let me know. just
2: added it to my list like maybe I'll watch that tonight
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, watch it and let me know what you think about the the robots and the way it's depicted the robots because it was it was weird for me. I don't know I don't know if it's good or bad. It was just the robots felt too human in okay. in a sense. I I can't in explain. In how they it. acted? It, yeah, yeah, in in the, so it felt if they look like robots but they didn't act like robots. But then what is what do robots act like in a futuristic animation? like on netflix so there's some of that It's just a weird thing where like some of the things they were saying or the way they talk it was like it was funny and it i see how it fit into the story but it just felt weird for like a robot to be saying some of these things and um when i've just seen it like destroy uh a bunch of other robots and um yeah it was just weird i don't know how to explain it exactly you just have to have to see it
2: I have to watch that. I do love a good robot taking over or robot human companionship.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. There a, there a bit of that. <laughs> yeah, there was a bit of that, and um, yeah, it was a it was a good watch. And um, I think just aside from the the robots acting a bit too human for me, uh, yeah, it was a it was a cool uh, film. And like I say, it was good to see. Yeah, just to see what everyone else is doing that isn't Disney and Pixar in terms of animation. I kind of it made me realize maybe I should like make an effort to watch more non-Disney Pixar things as much as I love uh, Pixar. But yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We definitely need to. Uh, I feel like as a as a podcast, <laughs> need to <laughs> expand <Yeah>. our horizons <laughs> yeah. beyond the Disney universe. It's so it's just so easy um, to get caught in disney
0: yeah and they, they um, are everywhere and they are they really are, good. and they things. have just launched disney plus so yeah that's you so they got us
2: but do you know what <laughs> saying that um a bit off topic but um i really want dc's thing i thought yeah. it's got
0: DC's. streaming service yeah, um, but I think
2: it's it's not just it's like it's TV movies and comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's like no talk of it being available in the UK and I'm like because I really wanted to watch um some some Batman and Harley stuff. Okay. And I can buy it like on different things here. Sure. But I can't just stream it. It's not like available to stream on anything. Mm-hmm. Um and, and it's like works out quite a lot of money if i was to like buy all the seasons and all the all the films that i want to watch yeah uh,
0: and dc must... does really good animated uh, films I and watch harlequin
2: yeah. <laughs> and i really wanted to watch the batman and harlequin from uh animated film from mm. i can't remember i think it's like two years ago um yeah i'm very much on a, on a well, i want to binge harlequin stuff right now and i can't because all of it's DC <laughs> and it's behind a DC wall of, of <laughs> so not like in my country.
0: Yeah, uh, oh <laughs> territory.
2: Territorial wall. wall, yeah. Well, a virtual territorial wall. Yeah. Um Yeah. Uh so I don't know. I guess I'll just have to get a login from somewhere and run a VPN.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get
2: someone to give me their login. Uh um, oh, wait ways, but why bring? Get like, come on, DC, come on! <laughs> like, otherwise, you know, Marvel is just gonna take over everything. I that love is Marvel, true. but it's always like, good to
0: get just different voices. Yeah. I guess, yeah.
2: And I'm so like, I'm. I've said it before. Like, in terms of DC films, I'm not the biggest fan <clears throat> of a lot of their stuff. Uh, but like, I'm very much trying to consume dc stuff right now and it's so hard <laughs> I'm to, to find yeah, you're not letting me let me let me be a fan. Just let me be <laughs> a fan let me in <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that's what i'm not watching right now <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no no to dc <laughs> um yeah I mean, for me, that that's pretty much my my quarantine uh,
0: okay. playlist
2: so far. I'm sure we'll have another episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can I give one more shout out? Yeah, yeah. Um, just before uh, we we wrap up, I wanted to shout out a a show called uh, Narcos uh, Mexico. Uh, so it's like a completely out of the sort of fantasy anime. Uh, animation is just a, uh, a story about the the drug war, the origins of the drug war um, and it follows on from the show Narcos, which looked at the rise uh, and fall of uh, Pablo Escobar, uh, which is a really good series and this one looks at sort of uh, rather than the, the initial um, series looked at sort of Colombia and cocaine, this looks at Mexico uh, and marijuana and it's i just love this show just because uh the, the characters uh, and you, you basically take a look at this guy uh called uh felix felix galado no one pronouncing that right who's who starts off as like a up-and-comer in this um uh, in this drug trade uh, uh growing sort kind of cannabis, sorry so sort of cannabis and then sort of dealing that um which is bad by the way just if anyone's looking it's all bad uh, but the the thing is like him as a character uh, and I love characters who have ambition so he starts off and he has just un- <laughs> unrivalled ambition so he rises from just like a small time trafficker to uh, uh, being in, an empire essentially and taking over sort of the other sort of mini empires I don't know what's what's. Un- an empire when you're not quite an empire. I don't know whatever that stage is. He what takes over I? all the other, <laughs> all the other groups, <laughs> and he just has so much ambition. And what it means as a, as a story is that his ambition will get him in situations where there are real consequences. Especially when you're d- dealing with uh, drug traffickers in Mexico. So, mm-hmm. for like for TV, he just makes it just like uh, compelling because he'll put himself in a situation where you know what the stakes are. So either you're sort of getting caught by the, uh, the DEA uh, in America or you're running into trouble with uh, another cartel and you know how uh, that, will, that will end. So the stakes are, are there, they're clear, but he just keeps going and the challenges just get bigger. And sometimes he'll have a situation and he'll just pull off some move where you're like, how is he going to get out of this? And he'll just do some move and he'll get out of it and he'll rise up. But in another times he won't <laughs> and and uh bad things happen. So yeah, I just uh really like that show. I'm I'm watching season two. Uh actually a, a link between this and next gen because uh so the dog who I mentioned um in next gen is voiced by um oh, what's it Michael um Michael Pena? Um who is yeah, have you seen Ant-Man?
2: Yes. So <laughs> the
0: the, <laughs> the um uh, the main kind of not uh, the main character, but the the guy who I think he was in jail, and then you know the one who goes on long stories.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, the so, he's kind of like sidekick. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: So he's a and I've also thought of him as a psychic character. So that's Michael Pena. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. So he's Momo in Next Gen, but he's also the. Main or one of the main characters in Narcos Mexico season one, mm-hmm. and he does a really good job. Doesn't end well for him, um but he does a good job. And then sort of season two builds on the the repercussions of um, everything that happened uh in season one. So that's a weird link. I didn't even know it's until I started uh, talking about them both. But yes, so he's in both of those. And yeah, Narcos is just a really good show that I'm uh, enjoying. And it also, it's given me ideas. I like to get ideas on the stories I'm making from just. Completely different sources. So in terms of like um, This this empire and these DA agents uh, these drug enforcement agents in America trying to bring down an empire Like how do you do that? It just made Mm -hmm. me think of um, hot lunch and like future volumes of hot lunch in terms of having an an empire at least you know Whatever that means in my story and how does uh, the character Taishi and his group bring that down? so it's just getting like advice uh, um, from different sources. So, yeah, definitely recommend that. Nice. Yeah. Um, I must put that,
2: that on the to-watch list, but next-gen
0: <laughs> you. <yeah,
2: laughs> Even more sure. so now you've told me uh, who voices the dog.
0: Yes, he's, he's <laughs> the best. He's fantastic. <laughs> he's so funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's, that's what I'm watching. Uh, at, at the moment, definitely we'll have more because this situation does not look to be going away anytime soon. So, yeah, we can do another.
2: Um, yeah, another I mean, it's looking like uh, while we've been recording this, we've, we're going into a three week uh, lockdown.
0: Oh, wow. Are we breaking news? Uh, uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> breaking news is not going to be so news. breaking. By yeah, the time I know. We'll be in it, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I've just I've just uh, received a few messages and looked on Twitter. So uh um, yeah. We are so here to good. provide you <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back. Uh <laughs>
0: okay. there was one thing I wanted to mention before we ended the ended the show and it concerns a story tip. Uh, so th- actually, well, I say story too. It's not a tip per se because it's not a fully formed thought just yet. Uh, but I have been thinking about world building, um, particularly as I work on the 11th Hour, which is the next uh, Maya Maddow story. Sorry. So it's, it's it's one that I think out of all the stories requires the most world building because there's a lot of things that happen in the past that influenced the events that happened in in this story. So just as a summary, it's um, a story about uh, this kid, Norio, who everyone likes, because we've done t-shirt designs of him, but he's never had a story until, uh, until now or until this comes out. So this kid, Norio, and four other strangers who have to sort of figure out what's going on with this plot that they've been brought into um By this uh, leader who's becoming a dictator, and they've got to stop him, and it revolves around these watches that each of them have to get initially when we did it, each of them possessed but i've I've made some changes, so they have to get these four watches to stop this leader from becoming a dictator and and taking over uh this this um this city, this land and yeah, there's some element of of world building so I've just been thinking about how do you how do you world build in terms of putting together a narrative of of things that have happened before your story takes place but not get into excessive exposition which is bad for a story uh, and i'm going to add this to the the show notes but i was watching a video uh, a long video by uh, youtuber lindsay ellis and she goes through, and I mean, goes through in detail um, what she calls the lazy world building of Bright, which is a another film on, uh, on Netflix that came out like two years ago, maybe. Is
2: that the one with?
0: Will Smith.
2: Will Smith. Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: So um. I, I'm i a big Will Smith fan. So I'm like, he, uh, I'll sort of watch uh, most of what he's in, even though I acknowledge that Suicide Squad is a terrible, film um but i i i I agree with what she says and i encourage anyone who is interested in world building and making their own story to watch it it's like 44 minutes um but she just goes through why like they didn't do a good job and i agree with them even though i did enjoy it but i acknowledge that there were certain things they just didn't um, do. So basically I'm at a stage where I'm trying not to make those mistakes. Uh, so yeah, just wanted to put that out in terms of world building and people making their own stories. How do you like build this um, fantasy world? Or it doesn't have to be a fantasy, fantasy per se, but just just this, uh, uh, this world that is relevant to your story and make people feel like they're in it and it matters, but without going through long stretches of here's what this is and this is why this is important and this is what this is going to matter because that makes to a boring story. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll come back to this thought once I've, you know, made a bit more progress in writing the 11th hour and maybe come back with some specific tips.
2: That would be great. Um, yeah. Yeah. blight was fun, but yeah, I see it. I see it. Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, You know, you know what? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Again, we don't have a a guest segment today um, and uh, we don't actually have any uh, listeners feedback or questions, which is understandable. We did last minute change the topic, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but if you do have any um, feedback or questions um, or even suggestions for things for us to watch on on Netflix or any other streaming service, uh, if we have it available, we will... um, try and check out everything. Uh, we're, we're very much up for recommendations at the moment. Um, so yeah, if you do wanna leave us any feedback, questions or suggestions, um, you can contact us on email, uh, which is fight- love You can contact us via email, which is feedback at myamada.com, or on social media at myamada on Twitter, at myamada on Instagram, or at Tazzy on both.
0: Cool, so yeah, thank you all for uh sticking with us through this weird uh episode. We just like talk about stuff, we weren't sure how long we're going to talk for, what exactly we're going to speak about, so it's been all a bit up in the air, just like the the world we're living in right now. But yeah, thanks for uh, sticking with us, and like I say, look out for sort of a few more bonus episodes. You say a three week lockdown we're going to be in now, so yeah, a few we can put out a few more bonus episodes <laughs> in that time. <laughs> um, but as always, you can um, subscribe follow us, um, download our podcast wherever you can find podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts Spotify, you can also follow us on Patreon and support us there to get episodes 24 hours early uh, I did mention the Hot Lunch uh, Volume 1 Collector's Edition which is available on our website along with the other editions regular and variant uh, cover, so you can just go to mymattercom forward slash manga uh yeah keep an eye out for gamepad because we had to postpone that i didn't even i don't think i mentioned that at the top but we've had to postpone gamepad which was due to take place in june it will now take place question mark we're just gonna monitor the situation and, and see when it makes sense to sort of pull out an episode uh an episode uh, an event um of any kind really <laughs> so we're just waiting <laughs> but yeah until then like i said we'll be putting out more episodes our next episode will be talking with an illustrator and comic uh, creator, uh, Mikiko, um, who will be joining us for an interview, and we'll be talking about her journey and learning about sort of her process uh, as a comic and manga creator. Uh, yeah. So again, our address is feedback at mymatter.com. Send us your your feedback, your thoughts. Uh, let us know what you have been watching or will be watching uh, the website is myamada.com forward slash story x story so until next time uh stay safe and stay tuned because we will be back to talk to you a lot more
1: <laughs> Bye.